say. Can you, can you verify this for me? I mean, some people here don't understand. I mean, what is soul? Allora, adesso te lo dico io. Cos'è soul? Non importa come lo fai. Più alto possibile, meglio è. Pensavi di saperlo tutto. Nel suono giù nell'Atlantico. Col miglior ritmo su questo pianeta. Canta se vuoi, non ti sbaglierai. Accendi questa bomba. Yeah, hello and uh, welcome to Plague Tapes 118. It's uh, me, your host, Dr. Groove, and later on we'll have the news from Andrew. The standard format that we've been doing it for 118. This will be the 118th edition of this. So, yeah, we hope uh, we hope this finds you safe and well, and long may it continue. I had to cancel my... Uh, Christmas lunch um, I've cancelled lots of things I've been uh, the great cancellor uh, that's what I've been doing with myself and uh, yeah maybe I'm going to be going out again sometime in 2022 feels like that's that's where we're heading um, but of course I don't really know the answer to any of these things I do know what we're going to play in our music and we're going to start with something from a band called Holy Feck, shall we call them. They're obviously a band that was keenly anticipating chart success with a name like that. And uh, and then we're going to go into a track by Michael Kimonuka. And the reason why I chose that track is because I've been reading Bel- James Baldwin. I was reading more James Baldwin over the weekend and there is a danger I think that we can all become cynical and bitter and I think he also saw that in a lot of the people who are involved in things and being active and I think you need to guard against that bitterness in particular Um, and a lot of the time he was talking about basically love is the answer and that's touched upon in the Kimonuka track that we're going to hear and I think that's how you guard against bitterness because the damage done by discrimination and fascism and right wing thinking is that it damages everybody damages the lonely the ones who were on both sides of that equation and uh, 
it really just brings us to a very negative place. Uh, negation, it's the politics of negation. And uh, I'm into creation and imagination and other positive words ending in ION. Yeah, that'll do for an introduction. Let's see if I press this button and the track that I want to come the track that I want comes out let's see that yeah this is holy feck not really their name but you know know what I mean
that is quite an ending all right that was radiohead and we're gonna play one more track so i'm gonna give you a flavor of some of the stuff that we heard we heard holy feck michael kanuka socket head lcd sound system neil cowley perfume genius faye webster um ESG, Sahara, All Stars Band, DJ Shadow, Midnight. Now we're approaching Midnight, Mad Lib, Depth Charge, and Radiohead. And uh, I'm going to leave you with um, a bit from Freddie Hubbard. So you'll definitely remember the the start to this. Um, everything else is in the track listing. I don't really have any other major words of wisdom to impart uh, i hope everybody's doing well and uh, getting through the christmas and we'll get some clarity hopefully from andrew about where we're going we're one week further into the data on the supervillain omni omi omicron i don't know whatever anyway that's all coming up in the news and uh, i'll be asking questions about it in the meantime, here uh, let's check out some jazz with Freddie Hubbard and a very recognizable for those of you who were into early nineties hip hop, you'll definitely remember the sample that we start with here. Uh, okay, we'll do it again next week probably. One one nine. That was one one eight. Take care of yourselves. Remember, self care starts with self care so you can look after others. That's the important thing to remember. Okay, if I press this button, hopefully we're going to hear some. Yeah, bring this over and then press this.
any solutions within this system are so impossible to find, then maybe we should change the system itself. Some foreign power, some group of terrorists. If you don't know your past, then you don't know your future. Welcome to Play Tapes News Section 118, 118. It's been broadcast, well, it's been recorded and hopefully will be broadcast on the 13th of December. Unlucky for some, lucky for some, I don't know, whatever. I'm not tridextophobic, but I do know what tridextophobic means. Ah, isn't that impressive? Anyway, so let's, uh, let's get on with the news section from Andrew, who's been keeping up to date with the supervillain uh, Omicron. 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 We've decided uh, it's definitely I'm, Omicron. I'm still butchering the pronunciation half the time. It's like, um, yeah, it's not good. No. Really not good at this stage. Um, so, what we've seen in the last couple of days is some fairly good case data coming out of both Denmark and the UK. And it's alarming because it's showing similar or indeed greater rates of increase than what we're already seeing in South Africa. Um, Denmark has got a very vaccinated population, very high uh, one. Um, in in the UK, uh, the Omicron cases over five days have increased sixfold. So if you go back. Uh, five days, there were 249 cases detected, and today there were 1,546. Uh, and Denmark is seeing something very similar. In fact, Denmark now has a, a much higher incidence than we do uh, in terms of the 17 day one. Now, so far in Ireland, there's, we've 10 cases detected. 17 or 14 day? Seven. Seven? Oh, yeah. seven day incidents. Okay. Um, so far in Ireland, there's 10 cases detected. Detected. There's others suspected. We don't know how many, but in terms of say positive swabs, we're not yet seeing a signal of a suspicious surge. So uh, it's probably out there and replicating, but hasn't got to be big numbers as yet. Uh, but we could be quite close to that. And um, like I think that's the lesson from the other two is that really it it will quite rapidly appear. Uh, there's one estimate that London may be already seeing about 30 to 40 percent of cases. So, yeah, what I'm trying to understand is so there's a fivefold increase in cases in the Denmark instance. There was fivefold within what was that within a week? Uh, so sorry, yeah, I'll just give you two ones. In 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 the UK, it was fivefold in in no sixfold in five days get that right right around in Denmark over the course of 10 days they went from three cases detected 10 days uh, back to in the most recent day that they full data for 581 so it basically went from three to 581 in 10 days oh my Uh, god okay and the Scotland thing also is interesting in terms of like I remember 
the day after very quickly after this was talked about I think by the Monday it was announced on the Friday by the Monday Scotland said they had nine cases yeah yeah they had. and now they're talking about they've gone into a lockdown a mm. more and a real kind of lockdown as opposed to the level four in the UK um, and they have said that it's now the dominant variant is it in or, Scotland already is it I, yeah, that I think post. it's like yeah. Well, I think they were saying that it was due yeah. to become the dominant Yeah, theory. Scotland had done a bit better than other places of getting cases down, so they, it probably would rise to dominance quicker in in that situation than, in, say, England, where there's, there was a lot of cases to catch up with in the first place. Um, and one of the interesting things is, I mean, people were initially talking about it as if it would replace Delta in a similar way to the way Delta replaced Alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually, there's a few people now pointing out that maybe not. What we may actually have is two par- parallel uh, surges, one the continuing Delta one and one Omicron, because it's um, it's basically its main advantage is being able to infect people who've already been infected and probably also who've been vaccinated, uh, whereas Delta's is a simple speed of transmission. So, in fact, it may have relatively little impact on Delta, short term dip and then Delta will continue as it probably would have before uh, whereas with Omicron there will probably be a wave uh, which will be very substantial um, and uh, so that that's kind of what we're looking at which is quite so that's the first time we've really seen that in this part of the world because uh, generally the pattern we've seen is one variant replacing another but uh, so the Delta the, explain to me the Delta one is, is getting to people who've never been infected at all and yeah, the, and the or whose immunity has waned, whereas oh, right, okay. whereas Omicron is overcoming immunity. Basically, it's able to bypass it to some, to at least some extent. I mean, we we still don't know exactly how much, but the early um, the early tests they've been doing, and there's quite a lot of now being done in different places. Yeah, uh, would suggest it's quite significant. Um, either if you've previously been infected, or if you've uh, only had two doses of vaccine or definitely if you've only had one you've got almost no protection wow uh, okay and against what, infection where, where's our cases yeah but a booster what's the, is there anything about boosters giving you some sort of yeah boost? yeah there's quite um uh, you get i mean we so we only know for a couple of months after the boosters because that's all the period that that's that applies to but yeah. they seem to bring you back up to about 75 percent uh, effectiveness against uh, in, against uh, symptomatic infection. Okay. And it will be higher again against severe infection, i.e., hospitalization or whatever. Uh, but it it it's probably the case that well, it's speculative. It it may be a bit less effective against hospitalization than would have been the case with Delta, but we don't know that yet. So. We'll have more definite data now. What we do have in England today was they said they've had the first ten hospitalizations uh, with Omicron. Um, or, and the way the wording of the press release uh, was sort of that the, these were people being hospitalised where it had been detected prior to hospitalisation, hospitalisation or at hospitalisation. And I think they said that in order to make clear that it was the cause of hospitalisation rather than people breaking a leg and then testing positive for whatever else uh, so that's worrying because although 10 doesn't sound like a lot um, when when I'm calculating uh, case hospitalization rates for Ireland for instance I have a lag of six days so in other words you look at cases six days ago and that's where the hospitalizations today come from and of course because Omnicon has grown so quickly 
when yeah. you go back to six days, you're looking at less than 200 cases. So to have 10 people hospitalized from less than 200 cases is actually quite a high rate. Okay. It's definitely, it, it, I mean, it's also, I mean, 10 is a small number. So it's too early to say that that is going to be the pattern where you need to have more. But as an early indicator, it rather suggests this hope that was drifting around that it was going to be milder than Delta is probably not going to be true. That's unfounded. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wh where are we in terms of cases? Are we still? We're still bouncing around exactly where we were. Essentially, there's been no. So that's around four thousand. Yeah. Four thousand. Yeah. Four thousand four hundred. Um, there's essentially been no change in a month. I mean, I'm just looking at a graph of it here of the swabs, and uh, I mean the cases bumped up and down according to you know lab capacity and things like that. But the swabs are pretty much a straight line at about four thousand five hundred a day. Uh, for 30 days um, I suspect within that there's periods where we went testing enough so it was actually above that uh, and also of course the storm disrupted figures in the last last week for two days uh, but yeah I mean like at best we've had a plateau for the last month it might really be a, 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 an incline um, and perhaps an incline and a more recent decline but appearing as a plateau because of the limitations for how many could test um, so we've seen the one, I mean, in terms of bits of positive news, the case hospitalization rate has dropped to 1.3% and been at that low for three days. Now that's been as high as 4.6% briefly a couple of months back. Um, and even 1.3% is probably about 40% of the typical rate. No, hold on, 50, 60% of the typical rate. Um, so that's kind of helpful because it means that rather than getting that sort of thousand people in hospital by now we have 517 so there's a little bit more room but the big problem is with the with Omicron transmission being so fast if it's ho hospitalizing people at anything like the same rate um, you know even if it's at half that rate you'd be in trouble really really quickly with it so so then if we're talking about that like it just seems to be ongoing for months now of 4,000 cases yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's Delta then we're that's yeah. we're, we're still pretty certain that's Delta yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. dealing with there's not a significant amount of Omicron here yet yeah. in, in so far as we know now maybe it may be coming to significant even as we speak because you know, because, because there's quite a lag day, there's a 10 yeah, day yeah, lag yeah. right okay so that's one part of it but then with Delta going at that rate um we haven't really seen any kind of decline either. Like, I mean, how long can it keep up at 4,400? Oh, right. Like, I mean, when are we... Surely, to Christ, there's a point where that has to start declining. I mean, it's got to, got to everybody or... Um, so this is... I mean, this is one of the debates that's been happening over the last few months because yeah. it became obvious that protection against infection was waning over a period of four to six months right the older you are the quicker that tends to happen um, and what that would mean is that and this is also the case for vaccination so what that would mean is that while it might be the case that 4,000 people a day which is probably really 8,000 a day are getting infected and then have some immunity that only lasts say four to five months and I, so when you do the maths on that sort of basis, then basically the the book it, it's filling as quickly as it's emptying from that. Yeah. You know, um, that that's the problem. So that that was why we had the booster program happening even before Omnicron showed up. 
Right. But it's been what they've now done, and, and this has also happened in England, is they've rolled it out to, they're trying to roll it out faster to more of the population. I mean, there's a weird, weird story going on with the HSC in that they've largely switched to using Moderna in all right. the centres. And right. there's stories coming out today that with the, the, the some of the staff at the centres are saying that they've realised that there's something like 2 million doses that have to be used by the 16th of January that were going out of date, in other words. Right. Uh, and that that's ridiculous because that should never have been allowed to happen because in order to use all them by the 16th of January they're going to have to get 300,000 a day which is close to the peak the last that they were hitting the last time around so well, I'm not quite sure maybe it will turn out that it's a bit more complex than that or maybe it was the case that they were about to give them away or something I don't know but um, that that's another aspect of the kind of story as it develops at the moment Okay so then help me understand this we have a, a wave that delta just keeps going right and uh now we have another possible new wave mm. which we don't know about so we keep waiting for like a week's more data and a week's more data we're not really getting any more we don't seem to be getting much more information about omnicron it'll come at a point where will it just appear in such a way that it'll just be another surge like i mean Oh, you mean in Ireland? Yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. So, like, so if, if if you remember, both with Alpha and with Delta, yeah. um, there was a, quite a protracted period where we knew it existed, we knew there'd been a case or two here, it started to increase in numbers, and then suddenly it took off. Yeah. You know, And so it'll, it'll be exactly, so the, exactly same, the same thing. Basically just exponential growth. It's going to yeah. shoot up. Yeah. So initially it doesn't look like much. You're sort, of, you're sort of saying, well, there's 10 cases detected, there's... 14 cases detected there's 50 cases detected and then it will suddenly be 400 800 you know, okay and 2000. what we're going through right now with delta is is that being described as a surge what is that like i mean how would do people <laughs> actually officially uh this i think that? it's a, a fourth wave is what it's generally it's a fourth called, wave yeah. that's just been lasted for it's lasted for four months and the reason why it's lasting so yeah. long is because uh people basically are coming out they're losing their immunity is waning because we've gone through a bit that. of that a bit of that and a bit of um until recently primary school kids weren't eligible for vaccination and only about 30 percent of secondary school kids weren't vaccinated so there was quite a big population of of, of those to go through basically yeah. you know so although you know, four thousand a day or eight thousand a day sounds like a lot. There was something like nine hundred thousand not eligible for vaccination. So what that that sort of so the only way that they were going to get to work yeah, through that they were going to go to immunity was by getting it. Yeah, and so alongside that, you have waning immunity. So that particularly the oldest groups who also got vaccinated first were vulnerable to that. So they, you know, we started to see more cases in over eighty fives. But the other aspect of that was that. There were quite a lot of cases in the sort of 35 to 44 year old age group, which a lot of people were interpreting as sort of that's parents basically being yeah. affected by the kids. Um, so that aspect going on as well. Okay, so then Omnicron, it, it's inevitably going to arrive. When it does arrive, it's just going to shoot up, right? Yeah, well, it's here. I mean, we yeah, know it's, it's here. here. And, but we and just... So we can say it, it probably is shooting up in the yeah. background. I mean, there's some. There's some vague chance we've been lucky and that the first cases got intercepted and they're not really spreading much. But, I mean, basically... Well, we're going to have, have Christmas. We're well, no, Christmas. no, exactly. People That's what I was going to say. If, yeah, we have, so. if London is at 30 or 30, 40% of cases being that and we know people will obviously be coming back for Christmas, then we can be certain that 
Christmas week and the aftermath, we'll see an explosion of those cases, even if we haven't seen it in what what is it, about ten days now. Yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. It was, I it was, it was like last Friday, last the Friday before last Friday was when we really started knowing yeah. about it. I would su- weeks, suspect yeah. by the end of the weekend, and certainly by midweek, we'll we'll start seeing a significant number of cases, and it will be obvious we're seeing the same sort of growth. Okay. Um, um and then so so yeah so this doesn't look good no matter what angle you look at it from it doesn't look good Mm. and what's the reaction been in terms of are Neffid still not doing press conferences have the HSE spoken (laughs) Uh, about there's a Neffid meeting Thursday Uh, no there haven't been any press conferences and actually there wasn't a HSE one last week either I think I was though I'm trying to remember did I see one maybe I did get one Maybe there was. I, I think maybe, yeah, yeah. I think I just a lot going on, so maybe yeah. I just had less time to process it. But actually, I think there was one. Um, yeah, it's just, so there's still this political gagging of effort is still ongoing in the background. There's been very little in the way of interviews and stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because I've seen the kind of denialist lot are now complaining because that basically means that some of the independent scientific advisory group people who are kind of, you know, out, zero COVID people essentially are, are now getting more radio time because, of course, the media can't get people who are from Neffet on. <laughs> so that's kind of upset them, which is quite entertaining. Um, the So, the, yeah, so there's a bit of a vacuum, to put it mildly, in terms of what's going on. Uh, you know, like, because normally, if we think about the Alpha and Delta surges, that have been the press conferences, that there'd been radio appearances, and uh, journalists would have been able to say, well, okay, so you found... 10 more 10 cases so far but how many cases are being investigated yeah. and you'd normally because of the press conference type situation you'd get a number maybe not an exact number but yeah. you get a ballpark number yeah. and you know and they tell you how many SG dropout ones there are but we're not hearing any of that information so we've got nothing so we don't know yeah yeah exactly but what we do know for a fact is Delta continues to rock along at a quite alarming pace yeah. at really high cases and what we do know is is that every single other variant when it actually has become dominant or when it when it goes like alpha and delta do it'll will just basically shoot up and in the midst of all that information we have got a kind of media blackout and no real plan like i mean anything from uh there was a quote from it might have been Jack Chambers or somebody saying he didn't think there'd be additional restrictions before Christmas. I yeah, I, I basically yeah, but think like Jack Chambers is who is he? No, yeah, He's yeah. just the like. Um, yeah, I think the intention is to they want to not bring in any any anything in addition. The government side of it. Uh, Nobody wants to cancel Christmas. Money no matter what, no matter what happens uh, now yeah. to Christmas. Right. Um, and I mean, me, me, Mark literally used wait and see in terms of Omicron the other day which is ludicrous because if we can see what's happening in Denmark we can see what's happening in England we you know like there was an argument that maybe maybe South Africa would be different than Ireland for whatever reasons you know you could you could maybe make that sort of argument you can't really say you can't do that now on the basis of the Denmark data and the basis of they're both both countries with very high levels of vaccination so they're they're more comparable to us Um, so yeah that's that's where we are with that uh, so I yeah I mean I don't think we can we're not going to rerun something as bad as last year I think um, however I think it, we could well the failure to act at this stage I think is going to push us into a lockdown in the new year 
uh, and possibly before that. I mean, it depends how it, it might become quite obvious in the next few th days things are getting desperate. Um, so, you know, it was, I, I think it was December 16th last year where it became obvious if you were paying attention that we were getting in serious trouble. But then it wasn't until like the 20th that it became very definitely obvious in a way that couldn't be ignored. And of course, they didn't, the, the last of the measures was, was December 31st or whatever, you know, that, you, yeah. know, you know, so we could well see a, a rerun of something similar on a very similar time scale. Um, and the big difference is that although Omicron may well be able to overcome uh, protection against infection in vaccinated people who've only had two doses, uh, or largely do that, um, there will be, there's the most vulnerable section of the population is getting boosted at the moment. And you can see that in sort of in the hospital stats with Delta, that should hold up to some extent, right? right. Uh, and also, it, everybody getting infected who has been vaccinated will still have much more protection against being hospitalized or needing ICU or dying than they would have previously. Um, so that's why I'm saying I don't think it could look like last January. I'm just nervous about the problem is if it's if it's 50,000 cases a day, well, then if your vaccination, it, it means you're cutting 90 percent of the outcomes off. That is last January. You know, because it, it, the fifty thousand instead of ten thousand or whatever, you know, like it, the math starts coming out the same way. So that's why I think the lack of timely intervention now could be pushing us into another lockdown, and probably not that far away. Uh, and is there like I mean, I just find this entire thing so frustrating because, like, no lessons learned, no fast action no resolutions in relation to actually saying okay like we've seen how this works mm. um and and now it's got even worse in terms of like absolutely silencing the people that they set up as the experts um so and how many people died like last week what are the deaths like what are we now at the, so i think there were 81 deaths notified but okay. the usual thing that those actually are spread out over recent months. Uh, however, looking at the so we now have October and November both at over two hundred deaths by date of death in it. Right, so two hundred plus people died in in those months. So I would expect there to be at least three hundred uh, in. I think I think actually November may well hit three hundred once. You know, in two months' Same time, we're looking back from January or February, it may well have reached 300. December, maybe 300. Even this is before Omnicron. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably also... But that's what it, that, that was my point. Like, we're, yeah. it now seems like whatever it is, 200 or 300 deaths is, is just an acceptable price for keeping everything yeah, yeah, open yeah. and just getting towards Christmas, making sure that everybody buys their presents. And yeah, yeah. Like I just don't understand why people aren't just out in the streets about it. Like I mean, it's like I just, I mean, if this goes like even if it isn't as bad as last Christmas, it's all so going to become very obvious who's responsible again. So yeah. I have no idea how what their what their planning is. What are the spin doctors? What are they possibly saying to them that will get them off the hook this time? I well, I think the straightforward answer is that. This calculation has been done by yeah. other people on the in, you know on the inside of all this, and it's been accepted that that's an acceptable level of debts. 
um, you know, which is why there's so little focus on that figure for the this moment. This is the sweet spot in the Venn diagram. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, so I've been talking, we've been talking about this for a few months, that basically the living with COVID strategy basically means you've permanent bad flu, you know. So that's, you know, it was often used as a way of, of minimising or uh, denying COVID for people saying, oh, it's no, no worse than a bad flu year, which wasn't true pre-vaccine, right? But it was fairly obvious before Omicron that post-vaccine, with everything open, that's, you know, you're basically looking at a really bad, not not just a bad flu year, season, but a whole year that has the same sort of mortality. So, you know, like, we, yeah, most recent bad flu year, I think we had about 1,100 deaths. But it's, so instead you're talking about somewhere between two and 3,000, probably. Yeah. And it not being clear if it's going to keep staying at that figure for year after year, for a number of years, or if it will slowly come down from that. That's the... Uh, I mean, I saw uh, um, uh, DECDC just published a report on uh, nursing homes across Europe and uh, outbreaks post-vaccination, so from July, I think, to October. Yeah. And it's interesting because the mortality rate was 10%. Um, you know, like it varied a bit country by country, and it kind right. of... One of the interesting things that actually it turned out one of the things that really affected it was how quickly they realised there was a problem um, yeah. and shut it down but that would give you a you know a sort of ballpark thing of what it might look like every year going forward um, you know because it, that used to be the case with flus like flu could get into a nursing home and you'd have quite a significant mortality from it because people in that situation are quite vulnerable to it uh, or you know immunocompromised people in hospital there's a whole you know there's categories of, of people that flu was really bad for them if they got it yeah uh, so I think we're probably looking at something similar and the, the, the question really will be will Omicron change that significantly in that maybe that becomes a much bigger thing than what they've been talking about uh, and what will certainly happen is that the I mean the thinking with Delta I think was very much that okay so this is going to be the situation particularly while we're waiting for people to get vaccinated or survive their first infection um, and so we're going to have a few months of that and the current period we were in I think were thought of as the few months in which the people who just wouldn't get vaccinated would get infected most of them would survive those who would need ICU would choose that uh, and then the, that problem would then kind of go away that was the plan okay, have, yeah. so we have one but We've seemed to have had one plan, yeah. and we seem to have this impossible. There seems to be no alternative plans. Like there is literally no plan B. I mean, yeah, and also yeah. I can understand from that perspective because you also had the uh, nine hundred thousand or whatever the population is of the children, right? Mm -hmm. So we couldn't do it. That we had to. It was inevitable that they would have to get immunity through the the process of actually getting it. And we had to have a health system that could deal with them and also deal with the people who weren't vaccinated. But now we're at a stage where this has been ongoing for months and months and months. And also we know that there's a new variant on the way. And in all of that, there has never been any idea of an alternative plan. In fact, it's got worse because now they seem to be silencing the only people that can tell us the information that we need on which to base decisions going forward. But sure it makes sense to silence them because if you don't have any kind of plan then why would you want to get exposed to questions about 
is there another plan because there doesn't seem to be that's what we're that's what we're dealing with yeah so so <laughs> let's go back to Jude and the whole Johnson strategy which is also the one for the north oh yeah well that's right. yeah we need to because talk this, about this Johnson's is this is the kind of really well. yeah tragic bit of this story is that the whole selling point of that strategy was the realization that delta would be an ongoing thing that the pressure on the hospital system was would be greater in winter so therefore that by opening early um you kind of day june 21 or yeah, whatever it was you yeah. you get that over with because you get people infected Turned out at, to be July, not the, pushed back. In the yeah. quiet time of the year for the, the hospitals. Yeah. And so that therefore when we got to this time, they'd be under much less pressure. Yeah. And it kind of became obvious that a month ago this wasn't working because they were still having the same case rates as we had once we opened up four months later. So that didn't seem to be much of a constantly, benefit. And then constantly these rumours have gone, oh, maybe we've hit peak now. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. We'll all the time. Peak. Yeah, every time all there's the time. a little dip. Yeah, then, maybe yeah. we've hit peak and we've seen none of that. Yeah, and it, with Scotland, it looked it looked like maybe that had happened, okay. you know. Um, although, you know, again, maybe it would have been a dip. And But the problem is that Omnicron has just destroyed that plan. Yeah. You know, like it's just... It, 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 the, the value... It may... It may turn out, it probably will turn out that there will be, there is some value in it, and at least those who survived that got infected in that period, which most people obviously are probably less susceptible to needing hospital or ICU. Right. You know, that, that those should be, their protection against severe disease should be stronger, etc., etc. That's nearly everybody thinks that's going to be the case because that's generally the way these things work. But, um, but the yeah, the idea would contain the wave of infection has just gone. Oh, right, there goes that. But but like, have we ever like in any of the data yet has anybody actually definitively found a point where we've actually hit that point where it starts to dip? Like, it's it's quite hard to call actually. Um, like, it is arguable that maybe what happened in India with Delta last year. Yeah. Well, and also what happened in South Africa actually with Delta was that there was a wave cases peaked and actually what brought that back down again was not so much about measures but about everybody had been infected at that stage and so right. there were, so you had a, a period of immunity basically following that. It's kind of like it's really hard to actually know because right. we also have like Manus in Brazil where it just kept going and going and going, you know. Um uh, so it could be that there was truth to that in the short term. Yeah, um, but like I'm, I'm more but, from the point of view of the Western perspective of we just power on through and we get to that point. That, I mean, generally, that not, hasn't been proven no Western anywhere. country actually did that yeah, in the exactly. end. You know, okay. like everybody backed down and, and brought in restrictions as as the hospitals were. Because the problem is, in order to do that in actual fact, no, no country is going to have hospital capacity. So you have yeah. to be. You have to be willing to accept the sort of stuff that did happen in India and Indonesia and other places where, you know, people couldn't get places for their relatives. So they were trying to bribe doctors. There was, right. you know, people going out buying oxygen pri privately. There was, uh, you know, the price of oxygen went shooting up. I mean, there's the, the particular noticeable social impacts of that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas generally what happened in Western Europe or America was when you got to the point that, you know, there were queues of ambulances trying to get into the hospital and all that sort of stuff. That's when 
various measures were brought in that then reduced that pressure. And there were brief periods of overrun rather than... I mean, that's why we had lockdowns, basically, because every lockdown was triggered by that happening. Um, and that's maybe where we're, we're going to be going again, basically, with this. The, que the question really is what we don't know uh, yet. And as I said, that's why those 10 hospitalizations in England are a bit worrying, is, is what is the hospital pressure going to be, you know? Um, the fact that we got our hospital case rate down to 1.3%, which is really low in comparison to what it had previously been, is that going to remain the case with Omicron, or is it going to be the case that actually it starts to rise again? So that's the stat I'm going to be looking at as as Omicron sort of starts to roll out here. Uh, and when are we going to have, like, like when are we going to, how long do we have to wait for data on this? Uh Good hospitalization data is about a week after the case data. However, there's a general problem with all the ways that what happens initially is that younger and healthier people get infected because they're the ones who are out and about. And yeah. then it takes a while before they infect parents and grandparents. So you can't... The start of most waves, apart from the first one, which is a different situation. Yeah, you can't really tell visible. from the, the yeah. start of the most waves where hospitalization data is going to go. It takes... a you need to wait till it gets into that older population. Um, so, yes, and, and the thing is, like, even if it stays at 1.3%, well, that's manageable or proved manageable when we 4,500 cases a day. It wouldn't be manageable at 45,000 cases a day. So that's why I suspect we're back to looking at a lockdown scenario because it looks like Omicron has such a short doubling time uh, that cases will just get out of hand very, very quickly if, if you've got any sort of back to normal type situation at all. Okay, but we definitely need to look at the data and it would be nice if Nefid actually came back on stream in some way so that we could ask have journalists <laughs> yeah, ask questions yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and get some data. But the other aspect I wanted to talk about was what's the so in the UK, right, which has always been the kind of like the test case for how to push it. They've gone it they did this lockdown, but the lockdown that they they've talked about or they've raised it up to a level has no implications in terms of there's no real policy changes yet yeah no policy changes yeah, they okay. declared a level four and i think they're going to introduce vaccine certs for nightclubs next week or something so like not really taking it seriously then yeah so so i mean like the the the, the danish and uk data in terms of the omicron rise is quite alarming however they are more open than we are so we may not see quite the same sort of rate right I mean the, the obvious problem I mean you say that now but with increased socialisation around Christmas that could cancel that out entirely really depends on what people are doing how people are going to react to this uh, now I've seen lots of restaurants given out online that nobody's going out and people complaining about their office parties being cancelled because half the people don't want to go and the rest of them went home at half ten because it was no crackers people you know everyone hadn't gone so I saw that tweet just before it came up here that's great yeah uh, you know so I mean that, those sort of social changes could have a fairly significant impact on that speed of transmission if if it's if the reaction here has been different than it was in England because obviously the messaging in England was very much no no just go ahead with your Christmas parties don't worry about it where yeah that wasn't quite the same messaging here but I think we're st so that might slow down that rapid rate of increase, which at least will give us a bit more time to react to it. Okay. But I mean, that's a kind of you know I'm looking for hopeful. Bits I agree. Here. Yeah, that, <laughs> there's not much else to look at. That's like clutching at straws, alright. 
the um, yeah. I mean, essentially, just, we're, we're just, back to cut down your social contacts. Don't meet people indoors. You know, don't don't meet meet people less often. You know, use masks, antigen testing after a stuff to see if you've you've picked up infections. You know, all the responsible, all, all the old yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, but um, but there, there's definitely a big problem with people who are just kind of exhausted with it and, and just resistance yeah. to going back to that again. Um, and you know, I guess you know the advantage we have of being a couple of weeks behind England is that at least we're seeing what's happening now, and so that's probably getting people who are trying not to pay attention to go. Okay, God, this is happening again. You know, which yeah. is where I mean, like, I feel like I'm in that situation as well. You know, like it's, I think it's everybody's just mentally yeah. exhausted dealing with this exhausted. shit constantly. But um, so but tell me about is Scotland's lockdown different to England's? I, I actually then? don't know the details. I just I okay. I do know they seem to have declared more serious measures, and people who know what they're talking about are saying they we so we might see a change in cases there. I think Denmark has also just done something similar. Um, yeah, because I I saw like I happened to see Nicola Sturgeon's press conference on sometime at the weekend, and basically what she seemed to be saying was like this data demands this reaction, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. know why the rest of the UK yeah is not kind of it was like a shot across the bears at Johnson as if yeah that's gonna have any effect, but um yeah so it'd be interesting to see if that's kind of if that's a model that we need to follow I mean if they're I don't know you just you constantly hope for different actions but all you see is inaction most of the time so I don't know yeah I mean in in terms of we don't we don't really know why Omnicron has been so successful we know we know it has ways of overcoming immunity right yeah um, it's possible it's actually less than Delta in other ways so it's less transmissible it could be that if you're too naive populations the error rate will actually be lower right. with Omnicron that, that's that's possible we don't know yet so um, and the thing is like we in both Denmark and Britain were very open Yeah. obviously nightclubs no say so that, that, by definition yeah. that's very open um, so yeah it, it, we don't know quite how quickly it's going to reproduce here you know like what, what's the error rate going to be in the Irish context with current measures uh, I mean we know it's household attack rate is high so we know if it gets into a household then yes it's going to infect other people yeah. and vaccination particularly if it's on boost vaccination is not going to be much protection against that you get infected you probably won't get as sick as you would have previously but well, some people will yeah, which yeah. is the problem yeah. Um, so yeah I mean that, that question of what will that look like you know what will it look like like what's it, what's it going to look like, for instance, in a school setting? Yeah. Um, where where all the kids have already got Delta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a lot of them have got Delta. So how is it going to hit communities that have had quite high rates of infection previously? So like you can think like marginalised communities like travellers, for instance. Um, yeah, where also of course a lot of people would have only got the single shot Johnson which is very little effectiveness at all against it right. um, yeah. you know so the, there's kind of like a whole meat plants is that going to blow up and become an issue again like you know ha- what's this actually going to look like in practice here I think it's quite tricky and then 
Right, um, yeah, because we're going to replay the same thing again with a different variant. That's basically yeah, what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah, and, we'll and hit like, the same spots, the same, the same vulnerable communities. This yeah. all of the same thing will get played out yeah. again. Yeah, and I guess, but what I'm also driving in, in in with all that is optimistically, maybe it's the case that you don't need the sort of lockdown we had last year. Uh, maybe as we were doing with Delta, you know, a, a relatively minor set of measures really i mean it was life was relatively normal for a lot of people uh would control it now we know that's not going to be the case with omnicron it's going to need more but the question is how much more how different will it need to be you know uh but the problem is if the current government strategy seems to be to ignore it till christmas is over with yeah let's just keep the wheels on until everyone spent all their money and we know that when we did that last year that you just ended up with such a caseload that actually suppressing that caseload required a very severe lockdown. So that, I'm a little bit concerned that might be where we end up again. Yes. It's it's still we've more data than we did this time last week or the last time we talked about it, but it's not. Uh, it's still quite sparse. Very hard to call. Yeah. Um, and muzzling Neffet is not helping. Um, so I'm just trying to remember. What what did we end up with in terms of after we went through? I know it's different because because of uh, vaccination mm. and immunity and everything else. But replay what happened last year when we got through. How many? What were the cases like? The cases were at two hundred when we were going into Christmas. Yeah, so two hundred and forty. I th- two hundred and seventy around December the fourth when we opened up. Right, and then we we got to. Very quickly, that kind of grew to so we were over a thousand. Were we a thousand or twelve hundred or fifteen hundred or something? We hit Christmas. We we probably hit twelve hundred around the twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Now there's a whole thing with obviously people not getting tested over Christmas itself. Yeah. Uh, then the 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 reporting system broke down, so there was you know there was that period of time where it was going. Yeah. This is pretty bad because there's like there's two and a half positive thousand positive swabs, but they're only reporting eight hundred cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. so there was that. So we actually we don't have a great picture of exactly what was happening. Right. But what we know is that by the early New Year they're reporting five thousand, six thousand cases a day. Um, I think one day was nine thousand, but that was mostly a catch up right. um, from from some of that backlog. Um, so that's and, what we got to. And then, like... And Omicron can definitely do that. Like, for well, the data we got, we're seeing from other countries, yeah. we could definitely... That could that We could, could do that with again. a vaccinated population. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. the thing. Okay, and then when last year... So that's so this is this January 2021, January, February 2021. And then what did we get cases down to? What was our, like, lowest point in last year before... Like now, we, it seems like we're three hundred. I think. Right. I think we got down to around three hundred in 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 late June. Okay. Early July. Yeah, and then I'm that not was the vaccination sure, rollout yeah. and everything yeah. else, and then and now we've just been going back up again. Like we've been at four. Like just yeah, so long that we've been at four thousand cases or. We well, we kind of we, we 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 slowly increased on into into July and then if you remember the Euros there was that surge in the Euros where it was quite alarming yeah. just after that for a while but actually it turned out it was just the Euros so right. it then went back to a slow level of increase uh, and then we've had a couple of moments where there's been went shooting up again briefly and then went back to a slow level of increase so it, it's kind of we've mostly had a slow level of increase from June with some sharp punctuations where you know for other reasons not all of which I understand we had periods of much more rapid growth yeah 
Yeah. But it has. It's it's pretty much been all One Direction. I mean, the 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 couple of dips that have existed have been quite minor, which is not that different from the pattern we had in twenty twenty. Yeah. Again, opening up in June, cases slowly increasing up up to December, and then the the escalation of cases around now. Um, yeah. And of course, we've got so. more open now than we did this time last year. Yeah. You know, by, by quite by quite a long shot, and and people can do much more and all the rest. So, that's the um, yeah that that's the thing. Like if it, well, we're just pushing it every single time. Like the more that being vaccinated allows us to do stuff we mm. just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing yeah, it yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. Um, like the only thing they really like doing is this nightclub thing that like nightclubs aren't operating yeah. but but even the measures that they brought in around restaurants just seem ludicrously loose to me like oh, but even like you you separate a table by one meter yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. six people I saw I saw table, a great so. one at this which was somebody was at a gig in it must have been Kerry now I don't know if it was a pantomime or a gig or theatre right, or whatever yeah. it was but they were saying and they were obviously somebody was a bit concerned they ran the, ran the venue up in, the, in advance and they said oh yeah we're running at 50% capacity blah 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 they got there and what they had done was they had roped off about half the space so they put they basically put the people into what, Half what a, space. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, in, in other words, you were you were at a hundred percent capacity in this space, and then there was an empty bit over there you couldn't get into. Yeah, you know, which um, is the base, you, the place you wanted to be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away yeah, exactly. from everybody else. So yeah, it yeah. sounds like at least some places are being completely idiotic about this, and you know, right, yeah. helping to get us into the next lockdown as a result of that. Who knows what's going on all over the place, you know? Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. There you go. Is there any other silver linings that you can think of, or is it just another case of wait and um, see? Um, with no, not really, not really. I mean, I think it's very. I like. I I think this has been another one of those times where things over a few days have started to become much more alarming. As you're kind of looking at it, going, mm, "This is actually leaning towards the more worst case scenarios." If you the, think of the, the three data. the three lines we're at the top line uh, we're not in the middle line yeah yeah yeah, line. yeah 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 now we're least optimistic we'll, the we'll, most pessimistic outcomes we'll yeah. see but it's not as i said and i'll be interested to see what the reproduction rate you know turns out to be here yeah um maybe you know maybe the, the few differences will make a, a, a fairly significant difference who, who knows but uh because the last time we we'll, well like in the early and the other shows we were talking about or being 3.5 for Omnicron so but of course that it's was really in South African say. context yeah, yeah. Um, but but no I mean the, the the figures we're looking at for Britain and Denmark would be up to that's probably the upper end of the range but yeah quite you, you, well it's over, almost a doubling time yeah. of two to three days that's kind of like pretty yeah yeah okay great well let's leave it there for the time <laughs> being alright alright thanks Andrew Thanks. <laughs>